not only are you sitting with a goblet of almond milk, <laughs> you're sitting glass. in bed, cross-legged, <laughs> wearing a leather jacket, it's cold in here. and drinking almond milk out of, did I mention, a goblet. <laughs> Hello there, friends. It's me, Christina, and this is Pickles and Vodka, a mental health podcast where imperfect people have imperfect conversations. Before we go any further, I want to announce that Spotify now gives you the option to rate your favorite podcasts. This is brand new. I've never really been one to ask for ratings or reviews on this podcast because it makes me feel really awkward, but If you're listening to this on Spotify, you don't even have to pause it. All you have to do is click Pickles and Vodka, uh, go to the the page where all my episodes are on, and then I think right underneath the show description, you can give it a rating. One of my goals for this year is to grow the podcast. Uh, I don't really know how yet, but it's definitely something I want to do. So if you give me a five-star rating, you can help me out with that and spread the word, you know, make people look up and be like, who is that bitch? Who, who's the pickle girl? <laughs> My friend sent me this amazing TikTok the other day. It was, or I guess it was a reel, whatever they do on Instagram, a reel. It was this pickle girl and um, I posted it in my story. If you saw it, you know what I'm talking about? If not, you'll just have to take my word for it. But yeah, give me a rating on Spotify. I would just appreciate it so much. And if you want to go even one step further, you can go to Apple Podcasts and give me a review. I want to take this moment to read one of the reviews that someone gave me months ago. Um, I just never really read it until now because I'm trying to get my shit together and grow the podcast, like I said. But um, I want to read this really sweet review that Roboman463 posted in March of 2021, so about a year ago. The review says, really authentic conversations. This show is for people who want to know they aren't alone. It's filled with authentic conversations in vulnerable moments. Check it out. First of all, thank you so much, Roboman463. I I know their true identity. It's one of my former guests. Your words just mean the world to me, and I appreciate every single bit of feedback that I can find. I, I don't know. When I started the podcast, I didn't think anyone would listen besides my mom. And so it still surprises me when people actually have stuff to say about the episodes. It really warms my little heart. Um, I don't know. I feel kind of rushed making this, even though I have all the time in the world. I feel like during the week, I have so many good things to say. And then when it comes time to record, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like it never comes out right. Um... And that's honestly the hardest thing about having a podcast for me is like dealing with my perfectionism. I really hate listening to myself talk and the editing process is so tedious for me. I just, I don't know, in that way it continues to be hard, but it's also incredibly cathartic. And every time I think an episode sucks, I go back and listen months later and it's fine. So yeah. Um, I do have an old journal entry to read to you today. I also have some updates of my own life I want to talk about, but um, before I do that, I want to share with you this conversation that I just had with Caroline. We lounged on her bed for a sec and talked about some things that had been knocking around in our brains that day, 
that actually have a lot to do with what I was going to talk about in this episode later. So um, if you guys don't remember Caroline, first of all, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) Go back and listen to my two episodes I have with her. uh, Episode seven, I think, like way back in the day. And then another episode this summer, last summer. I don't know. I'll put it all in the show notes, but um, I'm going to transition into that. Let her entertain y'all for a little bit and then we'll come back and I will finish this episode with a journal entry. So you really like rose gold. I used to. I almost got a rose gold vape. You know what? What's that um, jewelry brand that everybody, I don't know, people kind of are over right now? Pandora. What's Pandora? It's a, they do charms. No, it's a jewelry brand. They've been around a while. What's special about them? You know, bangly... Um, like a proper charm bracelet. Jeez. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Can you and tell the listeners what you're drinking right now? I didn't even know we were on, man. Um, I just like I, this to warm up sometimes. I have a goblet of almond milk. What it's, kind of almond milk? It's not just any almond milk. It's almond breeze. It's unflavored almond milk in unflavored, a goblet. No, it's flavored original, which is like some kind of vanilla, but vanilla is also a flavor, so I guess it's not that. And then it's um, unsweetened original. Not only are you sitting with a goblet of almond milk, <laughs> you're sitting glass. in bed, cross-legged, <laughs> wearing a leather jacket, it's cold in here. and drinking almond milk out of, did I mention, a goblet. Oh my god. Uh, what distinguishes a goblet from a wine glass? I don't know. We don't need to know. I, I think... feel like it's thicker. <laughs> yes. I think that's the difference. A goblet just suggests regality. It suggests superiority. Just really okay, superior so I wanted right I wanted to talk about something that I experienced that I wanted to see if you experienced too, because you're a woman. We've shared a lot of experiences of the world. of our upbringing and everything. I am a woman of the world. I mean, okay, I don't know. The result of having an eating disorder for so long is that I don't know what is a normal thing that human women experience oh. and what is... Well, I'll just tell you the story. Yeah, let's go. So... Two days ago, I woke up feeling suicidal. I, uh, everything was an inconvenience. I was crying without realizing it. I didn't know why. I was miserable at work. And I thought that it was depression. And then it turns out I just had my period. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that kind of thing. It was such a, like, I was like, what, is this what everyone feels when they have their period? Yeah. Because I'm not used to the mood swings. It's true, like, it's kind of validating, right, when you realize it's just because of your hormones um, and you're actually not quote-unquote crazy. Like, um, I got on birth control just for acne and just because I didn't want periods. Same! Like, um, I mean, not that my reason matters or I have to explain it, but, like... <laughs> well, I, let me explain But it, it anyway. was really... But it, I, I did have to have a good reason to justify it because it put me through a lot getting on it. Like, my um, moods were crazy. For the first time in my life, I got really sad and anxious all the time. When was this? That was probably three months ago. Damn. So, yeah, it was really tough getting on it because it's a pill. Yeah. And um, I just, it's really nice not having periods and not, like, having as many mood changes anymore. But going on it... And then um, also the period of time where I was working and I left it at home and I was off for like two days and then I went back on. My feelings were, my emotions were just out of control. I felt lethargic. Like, I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. 
That's scary. And so it's it's but the thing is, it was really validating knowing that was the reason. Mm-hmm. Like that's what kept me. The only thing that kept me sane was knowing it was because of something external. It was because of the hormones and the changes in my my physical body. Yeah. And it would pass because I'd get used to it. And if I didn't, I would switch or get off of it. That's the thing. You have more control over your body than you realize. But at the same, like I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I don't have any control. Yeah. Well, like, or just, like if you don't realize that that's the reason, it's hard to distinguish because yeah. you deal with like mood stuff already. Like everyone who doesn't have mental illness also has hormonal imbalances. Oh yeah. Or like every I don't know everyone deals with it, and then to have a mental illness on top of it, it's just like, how am I supposed to know what to feel? How do I know what's normal and what's not? Like, well, how am I supposed to yeah. feel in this body? That's really tough. Like, what is the normal? And then also, if you have substance abuse problems. Like, the other day, I didn't have any substances all day, uh-huh. and it was, I was a weepy mess. I was oh crying. I was brushing my hair in the bathroom, totally sober and crying, because it reminded me of getting my hair brushed as a kid by mom, and no one ever brushed my hair, and I just, oh. like, I don't know why. I was just like, this is stupid, but I can't stop crying about it. I feel like almost I betrayed my younger self. Like, yeah. She's still in there needing to be nurtured and, like, loved. And I don't know. Do you ever feel like that? I get moments where I'm a lot more in tune with emotions like that than normal. I think over the years, just to protect myself, I've kind of gotten a little more reserved and closed off and not as sensitive, but sometimes it just hits me. So it does matter, like, what your thoughts have been that day, little subconscious things probably, little body imbalances. What do you mean it just hits you? Like, sometimes something I'm watching or reading will or looking at will make me cry all of a sudden. And it's actually something I'm glad to experience. Do you feel like it's hard for you to cry and be touched yeah. that kind of stuff? Yeah, I've gotten tougher, I'd say. Like, nothing affects me as much as it used to. But I wouldn't put being sensitive to that stuff in a negative light because I think it's important to be in tune with, with those emotions as long as... You can cope with them, control them, maybe. As long as you don't feel like they're controlling you. Hmm. But it's good to experience them and to be in tune with how you're feeling. And I think it's cool that you even really reflect enough to feel that way. I feel like I'm either feeling too much or nothing at all. Is that kind of what you're saying? That'd be like Like, them controlling you, I feel like, right? I don't know. emotions. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what... like how to feel sometimes when I get an emotion like when we get the family here it's always a really loud energetic time and there's a lot of different energies floating around and sometimes it can be overwhelming sometimes I just have to like go and vape in the bathroom (laughs) and that's I'd say that's if we're talking about what's normal I mean not that it should matter what is normal but yeah I feel like a lot of people might have a similar experience we all have a different threshold of what we can kind of take or not take before needing to recharge i think it's funny how you were saying how earlier we were in the car and uh i was saying wouldn't it be funny if your license plate was anxiety and then we started talking about anxiety and how like everyone has anxiety now and i think some people have gone through this crisis and become more anxious like i consider myself one of those people like Mm. i worry i mean we'll talk about this later i worry about death a lot i worry about people close to me dying or getting sick and it's just gives me so much anxiety but i don't know i feel like you have kind of taken all this these crises and just kind of 
used it to be a use the word tougher but there's a better word i just don't give a damn about a lot of things like or i don't come out that much into it like i think well they could die but they could also live and like i just I, well, it doesn't affect me because it's not real yet but maybe i just be... cross bridges when i come to them and i know i'm i know that i'm good at adapting a thing so i don't worry maybe that's it just that center that you have or don't have like most people have known someone that died yeah but i haven't and uh, like not really oh my god don't put the goblet of almond milk on the the (laughs) bedspread like like that it looks like it's gonna fall over onto my feeling one normal sip is like five caroline sips like I don't take big bites or big sips of things and so it just lasts too long and it, yeah anyway. it's true you eat really slowly I eat really fast it's, um, it was literally when I first started drinking it was really hard for me to take shots because I was like this is huge like, <laughs> I can't do this in one sip oh shots are so gross I just oh I'm so happy not to be in that world anymore it's not too fun not too fun alright I'm done with my goblet just announcing that for everyone thank you it, it, <laughs> is it still making you nervous because it's on my bed? A little bit. I'm not used to having... I don't eat food or drinks in my bed. unless. Are it's you like, even living life? Well, I used to, and I've ruined so many bedspreads. A lot of people would disagree with my way of things because it's kind of gross. It's true. Like, you get crumbs on there sometimes. Sometimes I just sweep off the crumbs, and then I have to vacuum. I like that you're sharing this with me while you're we're in your bed recording a podcast. <laughs> you're sharing that you've used it as your own personal trough. My buffet. My buffet. <laughs> <laughs> smorgasbord. How do you oh, even pronounce that? Smorgasbord. I'm going off topic. I'm sorry. We were talking about um, experiences. Oh, we're just talking about death. Like, just death. Just death. <laughs> Could you put this on the table? Oh, you just table? shoved it in my face. That's what she said. I have a drink, too, actually. This is why I put it on my bed, because there's no space on my bedside table. Well, maybe you need a better bedside table. Wow. <laughs> maybe I need less stuff. There's a lot there. There's a lot <laughs> it's going a lot. on. Anyway. It's a lot. And I record here every Sunday now, apparently. Yeah. But this is the first time Caroline has been here when I was recording in her room. Yay! <laughs> Don't you love seeing how the sausage gets made? It's super fun. I'm enjoying it. But this is what we do in our family. We, we make jokes. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I Our parents are older now. They're like 70s almost. Mm. Is dad 70? I do sometimes think about losing them, and that will make me cry certain times. I don't like, know what it is lately. All I'm, I'm just afraid to have my first death. Like once I, mm-hmm. once I experience death in my life, and I know, like I feel like it'll be fine. Well, it's never gonna be fine. Yeah, I mean the one, but the first one. How do you survive that? Like if somebody really close to you, yeah, who, their imprint. And know, I'm almost thirty, and I've never lost anyone super close to me. That's so. I don't know. Is it rare? Is it? Yeah. I just feel scared of the first time. I mean, yeah. I've had guests on this podcast that have lost people and talked about it, and they they survived, but... Yeah, and I feel like a lot of times, let's say, not just with death, but losing friends, having people move, growing apart, um, having an event happen and you're not close anymore, like, you lose a little part of yourself and what they brought out and... What, I think a lot of what we fear is losing what they brought out of who we are mm. and or being in touch with that side of ourselves that we feel free to express when they're around. And so when you lose somebody, you're losing a little bit of yourself. You haven't lost anyone to death, but you've lost, you know, friendships and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that how what you feel like happened? 
Yeah, and so that's the only thing I can relate it to so far. I think a lot of it is about knowing who we are and if you can keep those sides of yourself. And um, I mean, that makes it seem kind of all selfish. Of course, like, there's a lot more going into it than just losing yourself. I mean, I don't know. I like the idea of your personality being the combination of all the people you know. Like, I think that's true. Your personality's yeah. always changing, and who you are is always changing. And I think if, I don't know, someone just pushed a bill under her door. Oh, no, not a bill. Conversation. Not a bill. There was a moment of silence, and then this bill just, like, slid under her door. I get so excited about getting mail, and then it's just, like, lenders wanting to offer me things or bills. You know... It's great. Speaking of anxiety, <laughs> money. It's I feel so like I, weird being grown up and seeing all the, the different ways that we handle money. I have a plan with, I was telling her um, my situation earlier, and I have a plan for it, and I know I won't be in a good spot until like two years from now. And um, I'm going cl- closer to that every day, but mm-hmm. if I sat down and I looked at everything I can't do because of my situation or all the ways it's holding me back... I'd be sad about it, but I try not to focus on that because what's the use? Yeah. But, I mean, it's easier said than done. Like, it's easy for me to just be like, I can only control it so much. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It'll come and go, but I'm confident in my choices right now. But another person might look at it and be like, oh my gosh, like, I should have way more than this. You what can't happens compare if... yourself to people. That's yeah. what I always did, did and still do a lot of times. But Yeah. I mean, for instance, I have a, um, I got really sick over September, like, again. I always got these, get these coughs, and I had to go to patient first twice, and I got a $600 bill, all oh. in all, like, 300 each. And, um, I had insurance, but, like, that blindsided me, and I, yeah. I'm literally so paycheck to paycheck that, you know, I'm, so many people are, that. especially yeah. since COVID, like, I know so many people that are not where they thought they would be, or they've, you know, they, they got to the bottom of the barrel and they were like, this isn't what I want. You know, as long as everything's up in the air, why not do something totally different? Yeah. You know, follow what makes me happy. And that's still a luxury a lot of people don't have. We were just at Target. Speaking of luxuries. Oh, yeah. We went to Target and we got all the, I, I sprayed like five different perfumes on me right now. She came up to me and I was like, you smell good. Wait a second. You were just in the perfume yeah, section. Yeah, I, I just rolled that around in like, some Pacifica. That smells like Pacifica. <laughs> yeah, but I, I one of the things that I wanted to talk about is just like, have you noticed that people our age that were like emo are now all about like pink and pastels and yeah I, 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 I do though I it's not just pink. you either yeah it's not just me it's this is a trend and i think it's kind of cool yeah i mean there's the whole pastel goth thing but i think it's not even that it's just people feeling like they don't have to blend into one scene at a time I just the softer colors make me happy. I feel like my they kind of reflect my personality. Like yeah. I never used to use pink, and now everything I own is pink, and it's just like I feel like I'm not betraying that part of myself. I'm just growing into something softer, and yeah, I don't know. Are you a soft girl now? What's what? What's that? You remember when soft girl was a thing? No, 
It was recently, maybe What's a year that? ago. What is it? Somebody, you'd um, just wear like a lot of butterfly clips and like cute shades with different colors. And it's this whole persona or this whole aesthetic where you have a lot of like rainbows and hearts. And Ooh. like, I think about like lip gloss. And, like, I don't oh my know. God, we just put on lip gloss. We did. We put on this $5 plumping lip gloss <laughs> that made our lips sting. It, it literally has cinnamon in it or something. I put it on, it starts... Bonnie was like, my lips look so much bigger already. And I, I put it on and it started stinging. I was like, how is this accepted? That's when you know it's a good one. Oh my God. But honestly, yeah, if I was, was seeing anybody consistently, I would never want to wear it. Because, like, we talked about making out and stuff, let alone, like, yeah, it's... You don't want to feel the burn? No. <laughs> so that's funny. But... Dude, did I show you the conversation I had with the dude that I was trying to buy a bike from? Maybe, but I want to hear it, because uh, I don't so remember. So I'm trying to find a motorcycle now. It's kind of a long story, but... Um, I'm so happy about that. I'm bike shopping again. The last time I had a bike was 2018. Ooh. And... Uh, this one interaction was really funny. So, Pulled so I'm up. talking to this dude on Marketplace. I say, hey, is this still available? He doesn't respond for a few days. Then there's three texts in a row from him. Yeah, it's still available. Wait, yeah, yes, like comma. Y-A? No, the first message, he says, yeah, it's still available. No punctuation. Then when I don't respond, I guess he wants to step up his game. So he, res- ah. he says the same thing, but with better grammar. Yes, comma, it's available. Period. period. And then another day goes by, no response, and he just sends interested, and oh then with gosh. the space and a question mark. Anyway. So then I was like, possibly, I'll hit you up if it's still around in a couple weeks. And he immediately responds, why wait? Come get it. I'll throw in a beer for free. <laughs> Sounds like, if you want to go on a date really bad. Why wait? Come and get it. Also beer. Why wait? Exclamation point. Come get it. Period. I'll throw when in a beer for free. you've been alone for too long. <laughs> so my response to that was, LOL, I'm broken sober. And then he says, well, and then on another line, uh, shit, dot, 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 let me know, LOL. That's funny. I never saw his response. I'm pretty sure you screenshot the part about yeah, the beer I and being sober. This. I don't That's even so funny. It. And his profile picture is with another girl. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. It's like you can't even get on there on Marketplace without getting hit on by... It's a meat market. People, <laughs> the meat market of life. <laughs> You're Damn. just... Well... I mean, it can be fun or it can be annoying. It must be like... I always think about celebrities and how they can't just be normal and they can't just not be noticed. I mean, I know I have a really famous podcast, and my fans are, like, literally oh, hiding around girl. the corners to Mubarak. I think me. I saw one behind a bush today. Oh, I sorry just... about that. They do that. Yeah. The, the type of people that listen found... to my podcast. Uh... I just kind of felt uncomfortable, like, dealing with the fame. It's new to me, girl. Like... I know. You'll get used to it soon. <sighs> I hope so. <laughs> We're so well, off topic. It's okay, dude. I, I just wanted to get warmed up and, like, make you... I always want to make you come on a podcast, because you make me... We have fun conversations. I agree. When was the last time you were on? Oh, it was the first episode in Virginia. Oh my August. gosh, that was forever ago. You, you, yeah, you're still doing your flight? Your... Yeah. <laughs> I am flying. I'm a flight attendant, and I'm finally getting the gist of it, and I just feel like it's... I finally enjoy what I do. I feel yeah. like that's such a privilege to say. Oh, like, but it's, if you can find it, it's amazing. I finally enjoy my work. 
and I don't have that feeling of dread. Like, I mean, there are things I don't especially look forward to, but I don't, I just like what I do. And that's actually something I've never experienced before this. I feel like it's really a privilege. (laughs) You made that happen though. And you got it, you, you, it could have not worked out and yeah, but you decided that it was important to you to try something new and you did it. That's super inspiring. I just never knew it could actually happen, but it took a leap for sure. And it's, it's not all rainbows and butterflies because, you know, my financial situation, it's it's not making me much but yet. But, like, you're young, you know. But it's possible right now. You can do it. Yeah. And I've really envisioned this my career. And so, like, ah, that gives me a sense of peace. Yes. Just knowing I like where I am and I can stay probably if I want to or, you know, I'm, I'm in this industry now if I want to branch out. And we were just saying, like, think of what life will look like just a year from now. So much can happen in a few yes, months. Yes, so much. Especially as you get older, the years go by faster. The years start coming and they don't stop coming. <laughs> Did I quote that wrong? Yeah, no, dude, it's right over there. <laughs> we, I literally quoted that in my last episode. We read it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. There's never a time not to quote that. There is always hey, no. a, a smash mouth for the season. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, thank you for being on and talking to me it was so fun saying hi to my my listeners hi listeners stay spicy and and we thank you for being our number one sponsor because you donate <gasps> the office our, the studio to us if you will this. oh yeah i made my bed just for you just <laughs> <laughs> quiet they can't know that our studio is really they're gonna just think a bed. i'm a they're gonna think i'm a slob because I just talked about, I just talked about having almond milk in a goblet on my bed, and then I, I think, talked about having like crumbs in my sheets. That doesn't make me think that. So <laughs> now my bed was It just makes me think that you're weird. It's good if we think I'm weird because that's listen, just the tip of the iceberg. If you listen to almond milk in bed, I meant to say. If you listen, <laughs> I meant to say if you drink almond milk in bed. Oh my god! Don't let me know, but let Caroline know so she can feel like she's normal. Yeah. I don't want to hear about that shit. Well, I'd be normal, I guess. Don't contact me about almond milk in bed. Oh, yeah. Do contact me, though. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear this. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Uh, We're going to say goodbye to Caroline, and then I guess I will come back with some more. Damn, you're kicking me out. Oh, my God. With your soothing voice, your podcast voice. Well, let's take a little break, and then we'll be right back for some podcast business. everyone it is just me again Christina Uh, I moved from Caroline's bed to my dad's office across the hall I'm feeling a little drained after that conversation honestly not not because it was with Caroline but you know we we went to Target before and now it's almost 5 p.m. and I'm sitting here and I haven't really done the podcast yet and I'm feeling a little anxious because God forbid that an episode is late or it doesn't adhere to my ideas of what I wanted it to be. That's That goes back to what I was saying earlier about being a perfectionist. I just wish that I could care less, but also if I cared less, I wouldn't be me. So I don't know. How do y'all deal with that kind of thing? How do you find balance when it comes to wanting to do a good job, but also not becoming obsessed with perfection what 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 does middle ground even look like 
while you think about that, um, I wanted to read a journal entry from my 2012 journal. Last time I did a solo episode, I talked about wanting to leave my old school and uh, I felt like being at a crossroads and not knowing what to do. So this entry was written about five months after that one. So I had left the school. Um, I was just kind of living with my aunt in Dallas and I was working and all my friends were in school and I wasn't and um, I was dealing with my mental health in a new way that I hadn't dealt with before because before I had either been living with my parents and seeing a counselor that they provided or I was in treatment um, or I was in college and college is an institution like treatment you have access to uh, counselors and that kind of thing but at this time December 2012 um, I was pretty much on my own and figuring out adult things for the first time and just have a feeling really confused so this journal entry kind of gives you a snapshot of that time in my life so um, I'll just start reading it Wednesday 26 December 2012 What the fuck is wrong with me? After all this time, I still get panic attacks around people I know, my friends even. But why? I feel broken, like some wire was incorrectly routed when my brain was being pieced together. I'm an outcast and always will be. Who am I kidding? Only myself, sometimes. I'm confused. The future is blurred, allowing me only mirage glimpses that change shape as soon as I think I have discerned what they are. I'm a floater, and I feel consequently deprived of purpose. I needed to get out of that school, but have nothing to take its place. There's a hunger in my heart that cannot be appeased. I'm quickly learning that people will always disappoint me. I can't keep using them as a crutch. Too often lately, I've found my thoughts dwelling on death, specifically the impending inevitable death of my loved ones. These thoughts result in fear that takes over my whole body. I don't know why it's consumed so much of my mind. Could it be a warning or just me finding another reason not to live in the moment and enjoy it? So that actually, it's pretty wild that I found that entry because um, if you listen to the conversation I had with Caroline just now, we were talking about uh, death and uh, the idea that our first death is coming up and eventually we'll lose someone and not knowing how we're going to handle it. I mean, these anxieties have been coming up a lot for me lately, but reading that entry reminded me that I've always felt this way. I've always been afraid of death. I think I started being afraid of death as soon as I started doubting in Christianity. Because with Christianity, you know, it's, it's very black and white. You go to heaven, you go to hell. If you do these things, you'll get into heaven. And it is a crutch in a way. It, it's, you know, it helps you stand when you're too weak Um, by yourself. That's what a crutch is. And I kind of miss having that sometimes because everything is unknown and I don't know the future, obviously. I don't know when my loved ones are going to die. Sometimes uh, life just seems really good and I find myself thinking I'd better enjoy this as much as I can because who knows, this might be the last time that I hang out with these people. Or even there's been moments in the last few years in my uh, struggles with addiction where I've I thought that I was going to die even I'm not even talking about suicide which has also been an issue in the past but taking too much of something and feeling the boundaries between reality and and fantasy kind of blur feeling like 
you have one toe in another world kind of and in the moment it's lots of fun but then later on I have been like wow I feel like I came really close to death and uh, that's not how I want to leave I don't obviously some people do have more control over when they leave um, but most of the time it's just comes out of the blue and that's that's the thing that's been giving me a lot of anxiety lately but I'm, I'm just trying to live more in the moment and appreciate the people in my life and even though nothing's ever easy it is a great time in my life and I just am really happy in so many ways and it can only go uphill from here I've been thinking a lot about uh, growth and how fucking slow it is and how it never really happens the way we think it will. Like my growth has been non-linear as fuck. I went, I did treatment, I did that whole thing, uh, you know, relapsed a couple times, um, you know, maybe stopped one behavior, but then I started another. There's been moments where I haven't really felt like I was making any progress at all, but reading these old journal entries and even going back and listening to old podcast episodes, it really makes me remember how different things were, um, either different or the same. Some things haven't changed, but a lot has, and I tend to forget about all the progress I've made when I'm just in the grips of my depression or anxiety or whatever. That's why I really like podcasting and audio journals and that sort of thing, because it's, it's almost like an artifact of the past. You can go back and listen to hear a snap shot of who you were at the time of recording. It's, it's really cool. Like I've mentioned on Instagram a few days ago, I, I tend to just document my feelings and then process them afterward. And that's definitely been true of this podcast. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. I just kind of start talking and figure it out along the way. There's a Michael Scott joke in there somewhere, but I'm too tired to find the quote. Um, anyway, I will leave you all. Don't forget to rate this podcast. If you're listening to it on Spotify, it will just make me very happy and you'll feel like you did something good with your day. Also, if you feel like you haven't been growing lately, I just want to encourage you to look back or, or ask someone who's known you this whole time and just try to open your eyes to ways you've changed because I guarantee you that you've been changing whether you know it or not. And I don't know, it's pretty, pretty cool to realize that you've been growing without realizing it. It's like, oh, I guess all this was worth it somehow after all. <laughs> I will talk to you all next week. I may or may not have another interview. This is a big week of school for me, so I might not have a ton of time for the podcast, but I do have some exciting news that I'm going to share uh, next time I record. So look out for that. And in the meantime, stay safe, take care of yourselves, and remember that it's okay to have imperfect conversations sometimes. Bye for now. Hello, friends. It's Christina again. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to support Pickles and Vodka, you can give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Pickles and Vodka Podcast. If you could relate to anything at all we talked about today or you just want to say hi, email me at picklesandvodkapodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at Pickles and Vodka Podcast. Stay safe and have a good week. Bye.